0: You could do better than that. Let's honor God for them. Exodus chapter 3 and 7. I have a lot to give you according to what the Lord has spoken. This has been on me all week long. So I'm excited to minister this to you. Exodus chapter 3 and 7. When you're there, say I'm there. If you're still looking, say wait on me. Some you, okay. Some of you ain't said nothing. Glory. Uh, if you're waiting on the screen, say, I'm waiting on the screen. Uh, yeah. Some of y'all don't turn to nothing, don't tap to nothing. You just, you just wait. Exodus 3 and 7, and the Bible says, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and large land. Every time I read that, that messes with me to a good and large land. Can I just pause there for a minute? This ain't in my message, but you ought to contend for that in your life, that the thing that God is bringing me into, it is good good. And it is large. See, and some small thinkers in the room today, but I believe that there's also a remnant of people who say, You know what, Apostle Sherman? I believe God for the thing that's good and the thing that's large. Look at somebody next to you and tell them it's about to get big in here, it's about to get big. Find somebody else behind you and tell them it's about to get big in here. Says to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to a place, the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Verse 9, now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. I want to minister a message this afternoon entitled, Close and Open. Close and open. Thank you so much. We have been in this series, this is uh, the last week of the Milk and Honey series, QR, and we, we, are, uh, we have been learning um, through the journey of the children of Israel what it means to obtain a promise and what it looks like to journey to that promise in the right way and to be able to see what God has promised us as a corporate body, but not only us as a corporate body, but to us as individuals as well. Last week, we we'll talked about how important it is for us to understand and to remember what God has done and what God has said. How many remember that? That in order for you to get the right perspective of your own life, it's important for you to remember what God did and what he said. Today, in this last week of the series, we're going to jump into another level of understanding the Israelites and how they obtain the promise and how we can prepare for the promise that is set before us. Let's go back to Exodus chapter 3 and 7, and I want to show you some things here in Exodus 3 and 7. If you put that up for me, please. Are you guys ready to go through some scriptures today? The Bible says, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And this is very important. I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Leave that up for me, please. I have heard their cry. I have heard their cry. God is showing them that in the midst of whatever trial that they were in, he heard their cry cry we know that as God did he brought the children of Israel out of the plight that they were in he brought them out as he promised out of Egypt but there were some things that happened even after they came out of Egypt and while they were on their journey to the promise there were some things on the inside of them that God wanted to change before they could obtain the promise and the two things that I want you to write down today if you're taking notes write this down if you're not taking notes two things that God wanted to deal with and we'll deal with you today as well is that God wanted to deal with their language and number two, their habits. We're going to have fun today. Uh, he, he wanted to deal with their language and their habits. We see here in Exodus 3 and 7 it's appropriate when you're in bondage to cry out. But it's inappropriate that once you've come out to have the same cry. Only a couple of people gonna rock with me today. What happens when you're in bondage? You get taught a language of crying and crying out because of the bondage. But some of us, we have transitioned out of bondage, but there's the still the same language coming out of us. Your language has not transitioned. I need you to look at somebody and say, "You free now. You, 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 you you're free." free men talk differently okay if you've been made bound and then you, then God brings you into a place of freedom your language now you have to talk like a free man you don't stand in freedom and talk like a man that's in bondage Let's, let's, let's just walk through this. Let's, look at, let's go to Exodus chapter sixteen, verse two. Exodus chapter sixteen, verse two. Let's put this up. Look at this. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel, look what this. Israel, what they do? What did they do? They complained against Moses Aaron, and Aaron. Will this leave that up? They complained. Here they are, seeing the hand of God. They've seen miracles. They've seen signs. They've seen wonders. Through God's he brought them out of the land of Egypt through killing, taking out people. I mean, God wouldn't playing before the cross. Do you hear me? God would kill somebody. Somebody say, Thank God for the blood. I tell people all the time, come on, if I lived in the day where we had to sacrifice animals and such, I would be there all day. Do you hear me? Bring me a calf, bring me a dove. Bring me. Y'all can look at me like that if you want to. Some of you know that would be exactly you. Thank God for the blood. Before the blood, I mean, God was taking jokers out left and right, you understand. And he did so with the children of Israel, excuse me, with the Egyptians in order to bring the children of Israel out. So they've seen the hand of God moving, but even after they've seen the hand of God moving once before, yet complained. What you're seeing in the wilderness is that they're going through the process of showing the real posture of their hearts. That that, that even though they have transitioned out of bondage, they're in this in-between stage. And in the in-between stage, they haven't let go of the language of that time. It was appropriate for them to complain about the taskmasters. It was appropriate for them to complain about what they were doing. They were being beaten. They were being left. They were being, they were working all kinds of hours. It was appropriate for them to complain and to cry out in the bondage. But here they've been translated into a new season and talking the same talk. Let me deal with you, please. Some of us have been in all kinds of horrible situations. And then once you get into free living, you still complain some of you came out of some of the most horrible churches on the planet god was nowhere near the building there was no experience of God there was no place to train and equip you and now you're behind and got spoiled up over here y'all quiet in here now you've gotten spoiled and you want to complain about stuff like oh they didn't post this and nobody told me I didn't know you want to come up with complaints like why do I have to stand outside why they open the door it look like it's ready why don't they let me on in why am I standing out here you complain about Stuff that makes no sense when you ought to be at a place of quiet in here today where you are grateful to God that God brought you out of that Egyptian prison called a church and brought you to a place of freedom. I'm preaching good already. You got to know and be grateful. What we're missing out on, my friends, is we're missing out on gratefulness. Hmm. Gratefulness Gratefulness, friends we, 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 we get into a place Where we assume Or we act as if we, All of this, we should just have it It's just mine Entitlement Has become the name of the game uh, I see y'all gonna make me work hard today Entitlement becomes the name of the game. So then, when I'm in freedom, I'm looking back to bondage and wanted it. Go, let's go. Keep the verse up for me, please. Uh, uh, Exodus sixteen two. And then let's go to uh, number three. They complained against Moses and Aaron. And then the children of Israel said this. Look at this. Look at this foolishness. All that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt. When we sat by the pots of meat and we ate bread to be full, for you have brought us out into this, come on, verse 4, you have brought us into the wilderness to kill us with hunger. You idiots. You mean God has displayed his power, worked wonders in the earth just to bring you into a land to kill you? When you when you're still in the bound mentality, you talk stupid. Look at your neighbor. Say, "Stop talking stupid." Y'all quieted here like a Presbyterian church. But come on here. I need you to sound like you're full of power. Look at somebody next to you and say, "Stop talking stupid." If their thinking and their speech was correct. All they had to do was say a quick prayer. The same God that brought us out of the land of Egypt,
1: by Your mighty hand
0: and Your power. We's hungry, would You feed us? Uh? we should give us some food we should pour down something and I want you to know that some of you are still stuck in the wilderness because when you ought to be declaring his wonder and decreeing what is yours you're complaining like a man and a woman that's in bondage all you gotta do is open your mouth and say what I say I have I have and I'm going to decree a thing And it shall be established I'm going to open my mouth wide And say what I want to see And it's going to manifest yeah. Ah, You preaching sir Thank you sir It's important For you to understand The power Kishana of your words You got to know That when you speak Your words have power We've dealt with this before, but let's review. Come on. Six and stones may break my bone, but they lie. Words hurt. You may not feel the pain of your words immediately. But I'm going to tell you something, that over time, that word begins to decay at your life. If you speak words that do not align with the God that you serve. This is why God wants to keep you an ignorant church. A biblically illiterate Christian. Because if you ever got the word in you, and you ever started using the word of God... The scripture says it's the only thing, good God Almighty, that doesn't return into him void, but it accomplishes what he said that thing to do. All you need, I need about 10 people to get with me real quick on this, is one word from God. And you can talk about me if you like to. You can say I'm too spiritual if you want to. But I'm about to open up this Bible and find me a word. You need healing, get your word. You need deliverance, get your word. You need a new life, get your word. I wish somebody hollered the word. You need the word of God. And when you align your language with his language, things begin to shift. I tell you you can jump with me with every prophetic word I say but until you get enough grit to get home and speak the word for yourself you would have just got hype because all you're going to do is make some noise in here but when you get home you gotta find you a word to war with you gotta find you something to look the devil in the face and say you idiot I'm not falling for the same trick again I'm going to declare the word of God, I'm going to walk like a free man. I'm going to walk like a free woman. And I'm going to get what is mine. Change your language. Why complain when I can decree and it is established? (laughs) I'm not talking to you about something I read in somebody's book. I'm telling you what I know by my own life that you can say what you want to have and as you begin to decree the word of God over your life enough your mind begins to align with the word of God and you keep on speaking that word then your actions start following what things begin to shift around you it's not the devil it's not your mama it's your mouth You can't some of us, yes Lord, I'll say this. Some of us get free. God finally let you out. You've been trying to get out from the hand of that man forever. I mean, you was Lord, I just he just looked so good, Father. He got a nine pack. And 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 Father, Lord, I just it's hard, God. I love you, but look at him. Father, please help me. And then one day you were able to cut it off completely. All it took was one night. For the devil to slip into your room and start telling you lonely tonight, huh? You sleep better if you have somebody to cuddle with. It's just cuddling. There's no scripture in the word that says you can't cuddle. Then you're like, you, you know what devil you right The Bible don't say I can't cuddle. You pick up your phone. And do that late night texting and calling, speaking that same language like a bound person. See, a free person knows, I'm gonna put up every parameter I can to make sure I stay free. A free person knows, yeah, 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 it may be something I can do, but it don't mean I should do it. I might not go to hell for it, but I need to stay as far away from you as I can, because I'm going to stay free. Free people want to stay free, friends. That's why I don't believe that you want to be free. You say, oh, I want God to use me. I want to be his prophet to the nations. I want to be his prophetic psalmist. I'm going to sing the Lord's song. And I want to release healing to Africa and Asia. And I really want God to use me. But as soon as you get out of church, you're a gossiper. Some of you don't even wait till you get out of the parking lot. You gossip right out. Did you see what they had on? As soon as you get out of church, I'm just, I mean, I'm just tired of this. You know, I want to go back to when we had just a little bit of people. This is just too many people. I mean, I, I mean, I got to come to church and I sit all the way in the back. I'm just so sick of this. The parking spaces, I got to park across the street and then walk across this traffic. I am just sick of this. Water used by God. But still speaking negative language. Let's keep moving. Y'all don't want this. Let's keep moving. Exodus 17 and 3. Exodus 17 and 3. And the people thirsted. It was thirsty. thirsty. Y'all know about being thirsty. Ah, uh, don't play me in here. Some thirsty folks in here. The thirst is real. I see it all over this building. Thirsty actions on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Your posts are thirsty. You don't catch a husband through an Instagram post. You catch a husband by living holy before the Lord. Y'all quiet in here. And that's why some of y'all caught the wrong kind of thing. Because you caught him, we lifted him high. But you need to let them things be where they be. Y'all quieted here. And just go on and serve the Lord. Put some Vaseline on your face. And give him glory. Oh and the people stead for water and what did they do what did they do they complained, complained against Moses and said why is it that you have brought us up out of Egypt fool I didn't gave my life I understand Moses plight <laughs> fool I have gave my life for you and you mean you complain then about the fact that you out now in the conditions that you out Look at somebody tell him, you just better be happy you out. <laughs> you brought us out of the... Uh, look at what he told Moses. You brought us out here to kill us, man. And not only are we thirsty, but our livestock is thirsty. We're sick of this. Complaining. Complaining. The language transferred from when they were in bondage to when they were in freedom how much complaining do you do in your life you prayed for a house you've got a house now you're complaining about you don't have a landlord to call you mean I gotta fix this myself I didn't know it's gonna be all of this I mean I should have just stayed in that one-bedroom apartment and just minded my business this is just too much oh Found you complaining, yeah, yeah, yeah. God sets you free from a horrible, horrible marriage where this man beat you and he he did all these horrible things to you, and you finally got out of the marriage. And then on the other side of you, like I don't like being single. I mean, this is not fun. I mean, who wants this? I just I just I mean I remember the days when I just had me somebody to come home to. So, do you want freedom? Or do you want bondage? I don't understand walking in freedom and talking like bound. I mean, you might as well just go back where you came from if you ain't gonna change. I'm just telling the truth. I'm telling you, if you're gonna live in the other world, you just need to live in the other world. I don't understand y'all. I'm not looking down on you. I'm not condemning you. I don't understand why you want to still be in the club, still on your back and then at the same time want to talk about I'm serving God I don't comprehend it because if you're not going to commit to God you might as well go all in at the core you might as well be the biggest fucker there is and get it on until it's your time isolation baby everything just be free. Oh, I wish I had a church. If you're gonna be free, you've got to change your language. And I'm not giving anybody, thank you, Lord, the license to stay in the club. I think you need to serve the Lord with gladness, and you need to just serve Him wholeheartedly. I don't want you twisting my words, be like, "Well, I know that's right." To the club I go, and then, but he blaming me. No. So number one is the language. What kind of complaints? I want you to be reflective. I'm gonna get out of here in a minute, but I want you to be reflective. What kind of complaints have you been in? And not all of them are verbal complaints. Some of them are complaints in your head. And some of you think you're good or you're better because you think it and not say it. It's just the same. It's 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 the same. So you've got to begin to align your thoughts and your mouth with the land of freedom that you are in why am i not getting results of the christian walk because i'm talking like somebody that's still in bondage my language has not transferred mm, language let's stay here for a second language i want to deal with all of you who want the power of god to flow through you but you stay strong in profanity it's, it's no reason to look at me like that i'm not scared of you i have security and they're big i'm not scared of you I was about to move on, but the Lord told me to deal with you cussing things. Don't look at me like that. Told you before, if somebody will step on your foot, ouch, do not come out your mouth. You're like, I'm about to join the prophetic team, child. I love that. When they be up there in them lines, they prophesy two by two. That thing is powerful. I'm joining me the prophetic team. Hey, don't come over here to no prophetic team. You still cussing? Cause then you're giving us words that's mixed up with all kinds of stuff. Okay, it's how you know you're in the right place when everybody gets real quiet like that cause you can't say amen cause you know I'm talking about you. You. Gotta stop cussing. Here's the other thing, I'm gonna help you with language. Come on, be a free man, be a free woman. Stop that dirty talk. Because some of you, you're not getting into nothing, but your mouth is filthy. So you be on the phone doing that late night talking, talking about this is what I would do to you. And then I would, I, you in the room, I wish people would just love to go to a church where God would deal with you instead of I'm faking it here. Go and get free and let God take that out of you so you can live the life you're supposed to live. Get off that phone talking about what you would do and how you would do it and how that would look. Because you ain't no more saved than the one that went and done it. I wish you'd look at somebody next to you and say, talk like a free man. I'm just trying to help y'all. Hebrews says that you frame your world by your words. So you can't want to be free and talk like a bound person because every time you talk, you're releasing bondage to yourself. Some of you got it, some of you didn't. You can't talk like a bound man while trying to be free because every time you open your mouth, you put more chains on your ankles. You put more chains on your hand. You gotta shift your mouth. Here's the last, this is the, this is the last thing I'm gonna tell you about language. You gotta make sure you're not cursing the thing that's blessing you. Moses was the deliverer to bring them out. And while that Moses was delivered to bring him out, they were putting their mouth on Moses. Y'all don't like that. So there are some systems, some places that God has used to bring you out and to keep you free. And we dare put our mouth on it. If you don't understand, pray. Don't talk. Y'all quiet in here. If you don't understand, pray. Don't talk. Don't talk. talk. Got an email this week. Yes, I'm doing it. Got an email this week. No, it was a letter in the mail. Try to tell me, oh, man of God, the worst decision you could have made was to become, y'all don't believe I get letters. So i gonna be trying to help y'all. The worst thing you could have made was to become All Nations Worship Assembly. The worst thing you could have done, and God is not pleased. And God is not pleased with that host party either. Yeah, I'm doing, it's my mic, I say what I want to. Don't send me no letter if you don't want me to talk about it. So, uh, so, 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 and, and that host party, they weren't even there, by the way. Uh, but that host party, I you know, saw it on Insta stories, and I come out the club, and I just can't go to no church, or well, it seemed like they done went back in the club, and uh, I just can't be a part of this, so this is my letter of resignation. You know, and I wanted to write them back and say, you were resigned when you got here. You ain't served her for Jack. You Why oh, y'all quiet in here. I should have got some more amens. Maybe some of this in y'all. I don't know. Let me find out. Uh, you, you ain't barely served. You ain't done nothing, but you got to complain. Some of the most complaining people are the people that don't give nothing and don't serve at all. If you don't serve, shut your mouth. If you ain't helping to keep it open, shut up. Huh? How dare you open your mouth against what's blessing you? I'm not talking about real stuff. Hey man If I was to go somewhere and was living in sin and bondage please cry loud and spare not. Nah. Y'all better call Chicago and say, Lord, help this man. This man needs some healing and deliverance. But if somebody just closed the dog on campus or transition you to a different address in damn time, shut up and move. Next. So, language. Y'all all right? Y'all got real quiet right through there. I lost all my amens. Y'all got real, real quiet. I need to hear some people yelling from Compton, some people yelling from Jamaica. Y'all to said something. Moving on. If it's in you, just take a deep breath and let it come out. Next. So you want to deal with their language? Are you learning anything this afternoon? Yeah. Only have a few more minutes to be in your hair. Then, then he dealt with their habits. <laughs> Please put Exodus 32 and 1 up. Let's show them this and, and we'll go to the house. I mean, the saints is tired of me today. I mean. Exodus 32 and 1. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain. Now, let me talk about that delay. That delay, there was no time schedule for it. So it was the children of Israel's assessment that he was delayed. It was the children of Israel who felt like Moses was taking too much time with God. This confuses me. Wouldn't you want a leader that's up on the mountain? Y'all played the other here today. In the land where people are so carnal, that they're blind, they can't see, they can't hear from God. Wouldn't you want a leader that remained on the mountain with God? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moses is on the mountain and they say he's the coming from the mountain. And the people gathered together Aaron and said to him, look at this y'all, come make us gods. Now, now some of you you, you, you don't comprehend what does this have to do with Egypt. Egypt... Was a polytheistic culture, which means Egypt was a place that had several gods. So they're out of Egypt, but Egypt isn't out of them. So I can't just change my language, I gotta change my habits. Oh, the stuff I do on a regular basis, I got to change that. I can't, I can't go the same places that I go I, as I went when I was a bound man. i got to now change my places I go. I can't, I can't hang out with necessarily the same people that I hung out with when I was bound. i got to change my habits because many of the habits that I have learned, I learned them in bondage. You learn to be all isolated. You learn to not want to be around people when you were being abused as a child. It it made you pull yourself in. But now that you're on the other side of it, the habits of seclusion that you learned in bondage you're practicing in a supposed free place. Y'all, y'all and it's so regular for you, you can't barely say amen right now because you call it your personality and it's your demon. You're rejected, that's why. It's not that, oh, I just like to be alone. No, you're lying. You're not even made that way. God doesn't create us to be by ourselves. So you're lying. That's not a personality trait. That's a demon. God created us for one another. I told one of my prophets this week, you don't even make sense if you're not inside of community. When you're not connected to a bone, you're not connected to a community, when you're not connected to a contest, you make no sense. And so you can say, all I need is God, but God didn't make it that way. I don't want to deal with all of you prophetic people in here that think that mess is cute. I'm not studying you. I've been a prophet since I've been born. I'm not moved by the fact that you think it's prophetic to stay by yourself. It's off, it's dysfunctional. How can I prophesy into a context that I want to be pulled out of? I'm gonna deal with you. That's for all of you. That's for that's for the about 155 of you that run to your car right after church. Don't want me to be your pastor, don't want the word of the Lord. I just gotta get out of here, child. Let me just before they start moving these cars, let me just let me just get up out of here. All this step at the booth. I ain't stopping at no booth. Talk to this person, miss me with that. I just came for the word, and that's why you're gonna live a jacked up life. Cause you can't even go to the next level without the right connection you can't even get your harvest without the right connection give and it shall be given to you press down shake it together i don't want it over Shall men go you preaching it here give into your bosom you can't get your harvest without a connection so stay broke like a joke homie I just gotta go home and do dinner. Miss me, dinner's still gonna be ready. You can't stop and say hello to one person. You can't stop and say hi, my name is. It's that demon of rejection. And I know I'm in a house because y'all is silent as a library. (laughs) Habits that came from being bound and passed over to my freedom. They decided they would do what they learned in Egypt. Build a God. Y'all heard of Build-A-Bear? There's a lot of Christians that build gods. When God's not moving fast enough for us, we decide we'll find another location to get it from. God ain't providing for you. You charge for hugs. You know that little nasty old man don't want nothing but to touch on you and you let him hug you. Cause you want him to pay yourself for bill. Y'all quiet here. he's in the room. I've been a prophet all my life. Uh, 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 you like, well, I mean, I just let him hug a little bit. I mean, as long as he, you know, keep sending me that check every week. On God, doctor, you can't. Instead of building a God, I'm gonna get on my knees and seek the face of God. Every time the church door open you can say what you want to, baby. I found myself in the house of God, crying out to the Lord, Lord, whatever you gotta do, make me into what you wanna make me. If you find anything unclean in me, you're quiet here. Take it out of me. You gotta drop to your knees and seek God rather than building you one. So so the children of Israel, God dealt with them. Let's go to Joshua chapter 6 and 8, and I'm done. So it was when Joshua had spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horn before the Lord advanced and blew the Just pause right there. Leave that up for me, please. What I, what I need you to understand is that when it came time for them to go into the promised land, I'm going to show you in a minute. God told them, I'm not going to let you go in without me dealing with you so that you can go in the proper way. Let's go in next verse. Let's go to the next verse. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord that followed them. Let's keep going. And the, the armed men went before the, before the priests who blew the trumpets and the rear guard came after the ark while the priest continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people saying, look at this, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth. And to the day I say to you, shout, leave that up. He's saying, listen, we've got to change our language. We've got to detox our talk. And so before I will literally release the sound that needs to be released, I'm gonna get the impurity out of you. And the way that I'm going to get the impurity out, here's my message right here, is that I'm gonna have you close your mouth before you open it. I'm gonna have you, I'm gonna have you, I'm gonna have you close the old season before I open the next one. I'm gonna have you shut down what you said in the past times before I release the new word out of you. And some of you, I'm telling you, before you can see your promise, God is gonna say to you, shut up, close your mouth and stop talking the old talk, stop talking the old language, stop talking the old stuff, and I will then translate you into the place where you can release the right sound after right tenor that brings you into the place of freedom I don't know what you've been saying out of your mouth I don't know what you've been saying out of your heart but I'm telling you today that God wants to change your language he wants to change your mindset he wants to change where you have been to bring you into the place of freedom you gotta close it to open it I need you to find somebody around you and tell them close it so you can open it the Bible Makes it clear. He said, you're not going to say a thing until I tell you to release the sound. Verse 20 says, so the people shouted with the priests. When the priests blew the trumpet, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. The people shouted with a great shout. And the wall fell down flat. Can I tell you that it doesn't matter how long you've been in, what situation you've been in, if you can get the right sound, if you can get the right language, if you can speak the right thing, whatever world's been standing in front of your promise, y'all don't want this. Has to come down whatever wall's been standing in front of your breakthrough has to crumble down the problem is not been that God does not believe in you it hasn't been that God hasn't called you the issue has been your language and your habits but if you would just simply shift I wish somebody holler shift real quick if you would just simply shift your language shift your talking shift your living it'll bring you into a place of ultimate freedom on the other side I wish somebody say shift. You think that praise is a time in a worship experience, but praise is not a time in a worship experience. As I told you earlier, praise is a weapon. And when you begin to release sounds of victory, even when it seems like I may not get what I'm supposed to get, if you study the walls, you realize that the walls were surrounding that place. And these walls were high walls, thick walls, that seem like you could not penetrate But when God tells you to do what he's told you to do and you align your language with this word which seems like it won't come down, will come down in seconds flat. I believe that you are stepping into the moment you have prayed for for life. I believe you have stepped into the season you believed God for years and I believe the enemies you see now will be the enemies you will no longer See, Because you are about to align yourself with the sound of God. Psalms 149 and 1 says, Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the assembly of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in the maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name with a dance. Let them sing praises to him with the tremble in the heart, For the Lord takes pleasure in his people and he beautify the humble with salvation let the saints be joyful in glory and let them sing aloud on their beds. let the high praise of God be in their mouth and a his sword in their hand to execute visions on the nations and punishment on the peoples to bind their kings and chains and their nobles with fetters of iron God is telling you that when you release the sound That he's told you to release Everything that's been holding your stuff Is about to fall down At the mercy of your feet Those things that have been holding your breakthrough Are about to crumble in a moment I want to prophesy to about 100 people Who are believing God for their promise And it seems like I'll never get it It seems like it'll not come to pass I dare you to dare To align your yourself with God's word and to praise him in advance for what's about to happen in your life don't do it as an accident don't do it as an exercise but do it and release your faith and tell every wall in front of you it has to come down I dare you right now lean your head back open your mouth and release your sound your sound. Release your sound. I'm not gonna complain anymore. I'm not gonna complain anymore. But I'm about to shift into my next level. I'm not going to have habits, have habits that don't look like I'm about to sit into my next level. I'm going to close it so I can open it. I'm going to shut that season tight so I can open the next season. I dare you to open your. in the world. I feel the deliverer descended in the world. He's going to deliver you from the old mindset, from the old language. Oh my God, today, if you know that's you and you say, you know what, I still, I need to be delivered. I want you to get down to this altar. You know you need God to change your language. Move now. Get here. Keep playing. I need you to move now. Get here with your hands lifted. There's an anointing to deliver. Look at this. Come on. Come with your hands lifted. Come with your hands lifted. Come on, come to your hands lifted. Come on. Open your mouth and praise Him. Come on, there's a shift. There's a change. There's a shift. There's a change. God's going to deliver you. Come on, He's about to set you free. Focus your eyes on Jesus. I decree over you now that the chains are broken. Your old language is destroyed. Your old habits are going to hell. And I declare to you the new thing. You're not gonna complain anymore, but you're about to step into the promises that God has